Peace. Peace, peace. Good rise, everyone. Another command of the day. Peace, Chris. Caught it live, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, good morning to all of you. I started a little a little later today. Um because I I was gonna do it outside. I was set up outside, but um the weather started looking a little bit different. So uh give thanks, Kashi. I appreciate that. So uh, you know, I, I I came back inside to do it just in case. Because you know I'm always getting caught in the rain. But um yeah, I will peace Tanika, peace James Garabaki. You know, well, everybody is well rested and woke up the way that you wanted to wake up. Greetings, Joyce Isley. You know. Yeah. You know, like I said, I'm a little later today because uh, I came back in. Peace, Naya. Good rise to you. You know, so I won't uh, be too long because we didn't lost our, our, our traditional half an hour as it is. Peace, Barbara Cruz. Blessed love. Good dawning to you. Good dawning. Good dawning. Good dawning. Yeah, man. I will that everybody, uh, like I said, is well rested. Deidre, good rise to you. And, um, you know, ready for another 24 of power, you know? Um, hey, Vermont. Greetings. Greetings, brother Vermont. Greetings to you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but, um, you know, real quick, <laughs> I wanted to give something to you, you know, and I think it's, it's following the same thread of, uh, what we were building on maybe the past two sessions, peace, Christian. Yeah. Peace, Baba Christian, the past two sessions with, um, just some of the dialogue and the conversations around you know, emotions and, and getting hold of emotions. I know it's a big one for people, you know what I mean? Uh, good dawning, Sister Manera and Miss Cindy Jones. Good rise to you, you know. Um, I know I know it's a big one, and Wanisha, as always, Miss Wanisha. <laughs> um, I know it's a big topic, and I know in many senses it's a tough topic because, like I said, the emotions is is it's gonna always be one of your biggest challenges, you know. Good rise, Iris. Good rise, as well as you, uh, brother Antonio. Good rise to you. You know, emotions are, are so tricky a lot of times, and like I said, I, I, you know, continuing with that thread, not like a part one, part two, part three, but there's so many different pieces that are related to emotions become a stumbling block and. You know, this is why, like, if you ever go back and listen to the video I did, like, it's just an old video, Good good Dawning, Sister Moksha, but back in 2014, where I did a, like, honor, old integrity, respect, I did, like, a little short series, and what I essentially called it, and maybe, peace, Andrine, I'll continue it at some point, um, but it was the warrior code, was really what I was, what I was building on, and, like, I was sharing is that, all nations, all groups, all clans have a warrior code for the warriors. And that's why a lot of times warriors can link up 
And I think I was sharing, I think in one of those sessions, you know, I have comrades that I build with and we're not of the same ethnic group. We're not of the same nation, you know, don't have, don't share any really genetics and things like that. But we, we live by a similar or at least a code, which allows us, um, to, to interface with, with one another. Whereas I have people who are in my ethnic group and are of my nation and there's not much, you know, um, exchanging that goes on because we don't live by the same codes, you know, peace, ricochet. And that's one of the greatest values there of, um, having, a hold on your emotions. See, a person who lives by emotions is a person who has no principle in life. You see, so because their logic is always determinate upon how they feel. You know, um, their courses of study, uh, their science is always just to prove what it is that they're already feeling. That's why it's always a waste of time to get into any sort of debate or disagreement with someone who is just emotional. And, and not only emotional, the, the double whammy on that, who's selfish and emotional. You see, when you're, when you're trying to engage with someone like that, um, there's no principles. There's no integrity. You know, so always remember that very simple thing. An emotional person is an unprincipled person. And if you just kind of look at the the history or just look at the behavior of an individual like that, you know, you're going to see how much they just change with the wind, you know? Um, and there's really, you know, like I said, there's no integrity. There's no, there's no true honoring of anything and anything that they do because it's all based on, I feel, I feel right. So that's why I said it, it can be very tricky and it's important that we learn peace, precious mom, Peace. Oh, give thanks. Give thanks, Baba Christian. I appreciate that. Yeah, thank you so very much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And Mama Marva, I saw you, you popped up in there. <laughs> and the precious mom, you know, greetings. And wild girl, of course, always, as always. But yeah, man, you know, one of the, peace, Ali Isha. Good dawning to you. Peaceful dawning. Serene dawning to you. You know, so, and Shannon. As always, greetings, you know, but yeah, man, that's, that's just a little something just to watch out for. You know, like I said, um, you dealing with, even when you're going into business and you're going into business with somebody who's emotional, you just know that there's not going to be any principles there. There's not going to be any in integrity, you know? So thank you, Alicia. There's not going to be any integrity. There's not going to be any principle. So a lot of times when you're looking at an emotional person who prides themselves, <laughs> and I don't mean to laugh, but peace, me, myself, and I, but it is, it's, it's, it's ridiculous. You know what I mean? Someone who prides themselves, like I, I talked about, like their willingness to go off. That's glorified in media, you know, especially as it relates to, to melanin dominant people. You know, I'll go off. You don't know me. I'll go off. And you're looking at poor people. That's a poor person's mentality. You know, and when I say poor, I don't mean I'm not speaking about this person has less fiat notes than the next person. But I'm saying a, a, a poverty mindset. You know, 
when a person is empowered, you know, the most powerful person is, is the biggest servant. You've heard me say that before. Within my own clan, I'm the biggest servant. You know, I can just give you a screenshot of my DM, give you a screenshot of my email inbox, give you a, a screenshot of my messenger apps. And all you see after every message is a question mark. You don't see too much. How you doing? <laughs> like those kind of questions. But it's chief. I got a question. Chief, I got a question. Chief, I'm going through this. Chief, I'm going through that. Baba, I'm going through this. Baba, I'm going through that. Baba, this. Baba, that. Baba, that. You know. So, um, because I I am in a position of power, and um, I'm not ruled and controlled by the emotions, so therefore I stand on certain principles. Peace, YG gutter. You know, I end up now having to, not having to, but I end up being called to serve. Right. So it's very deep because sometimes, you know, you'll have friends and your friends, you, you know, your friends would be like, peace, Christian, you know, um, especially like if you're kind of a person like me and you're a bit of a private person, you know, when you go through things, you don't really tell anybody. And there's several reasons for that. You know, sometimes <laughs> like I've had clients who've after I've talked them through certain things and worked them through certain things have turned around and tried to give me guidance, you know, and it's like, you, you can't give me guidance, <laughs> you know, or they're like, yeah, chief, if you ever need to talk, man, you know, just don't hesitate, man. You could reach out to me if you ever need somebody to talk to. Why would I talk to you? <laughs> you know, like if, if I'm able to walk in and I'm trying to say, I don't want to seem arrogant, but if you're able to walk someone through a situation that for you is pretty elementary um, and they can't get a hold of it because of maybe their emotions, you know, it could be anger, it could be hurt, it could be confusion, whatever it is, then chances are if you're able to overstand that, it means you're standing over the situation and you can see everything that's going on, it's a slim chance that they can help you with anything in your life as, as it relates to things like that because you're able to overstand things that they're going through, you know? Um, so again, I, and, and I don't mean to say that to, to sound arrogant, but there are, it, it's just important to understand that some people in the world have evolved beyond other people in the world. We're not all, you know, walking, walking at the same place, you know, it, that would just be kind of silly to think about that. But sometimes you'll find that peaceful here. You'll find that even, within friendships you know you may have friends that'll be like man you never tell me when you're going through stuff you never tell me when when this is happening or when that's happening and you know in your mind and maybe you don't want to hurt their feelings like well you couldn't help me i know you can't help me <laughs> you know what i mean like the stuff you go through peace k boogie the stuff you go through is like nothing and you flipping out and going crazy about that how could you really help me with this or like i'll give you an example for me out of my crew, I was the first one to like buy homes and have certain kind of cars and stuff. And I know how to work on cars and I know how to work on houses. So when stuff would happen, you know, I couldn't necessarily call my friends to help me because they didn't know how to fix cars. They didn't know how to, you know, do any kind of work inside of a house. Maybe I maybe had like one or two, but for the most part, they wasn't, they weren't really on it like that, you know? So I was 
pretty much always alone, you know, amongst my clan. And, and like when it was time for me to need help, you don't you don't have skills in this area, you know, or it could have been a legal situation, could have even been a relationship situation. But the, the arguments you're having with your girlfriend are not going to compare to maybe something I may be going through with a consort with a, or, or a wife, as, as you all would probably say. Right. So. I just say that to say that sometimes, you know, the more the more you get into your development, the more you have to become selfless because, you know, there are less people who can assist you through the things that you're going through. Peace, Cassie. Right. So, like I said, it, it becomes very difficult for us sometimes because we know that when we take on the mantle of growth, we know that it's an isolating experience. You see? And we live in a society that is so self-centered and so loosey-goosey. That's why you'll hear people say things like, you know, your truth. I saw a comment on one of the videos uh, where someone was saying that, you know, you got to find your truth. I can't tell you with so many different ways that there's no such thing as that, you know. Um, and it's only because this is my channel that I'm I can, I'm responding, you know, if it was somebody else's channel, I wouldn't say like, no, there's no, you know, I'm not getting into the debates and stuff, but you know, if you listen to videos from before, you'll see that I've said that probably a hundred times. There's no such thing as that. You know, that's something that we get into in Western culture because Western culture seeks to remove you from ever knowing the truth or ever having the truth. You can never have a position of absolution because, well, no one really knows anything, Right. And this keeps you in a place where everything is. <laughs> Thank you, Kashia. <laughs> Kashia put it in bold, like yo. <laughs> Thank you, Antonio. <laughs> but uh, but you know, um, so the thing is, it's like we we never get we never get to a point where absolutes are explored, like because, like I said, by the very nature of the word truth. It lets you know that there's only one. And, you know, when we live in a society where we feel that the universe revolves around us and from a um, sentimental perspective, not from a metaphorical or metaphysical perspective, but sentimentally that it is the universe's job to make us happy. And everything that's flying around in the atmosphere is for our, my, like my, me, I, not when I say our, I don't mean us as a collective, just me, 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 me. You know, like Fiddler said in, in Roots, what about me? Yeah, you, me, 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 you know, like we think that everything that's occurring and happening is, is just for our happiness. You know, it's based all around our happiness. So, you know, the thing about it where it gets really critical is when you start to realize that, again, like I said, as you evolve, you should be about the happiness of others and the happiness of the cosmos and, and the happiness of 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 your creator, right? So again, there are there are there's levels to this, if you will. There's there's levels. But when you get to the higher levels, you start to realize that now I'm getting closer to power. And what is power? Power is now I'm connecting to the soul. The the, the more your spirit aligns to your to your soul, the more peace, peace, Andrea, the more powerful you become. Now, what's the caveat? You know, what's what's the other side of power? Well, power has enough of itself to share itself. You see, that's the thing. 
So when you truly have power, truly have power, you'll find yourself in more situations, you know, than not where you're actually giving as opposed to looking for what you can receive or looking for you, what you can take or seeing how everything that, that is centering around you is for you, you know, and I know sometimes we get locked into the what about me, you know, like even though we may outwardly, like when I spoke yesterday about the light cleaning and the deep cleaning, <clears throat> outwardly we might be like, yeah, you know, I'm just here to, to help. I'm here to save the babies. I'm here for the community and, and all of that, you know, but inwardly we're, we're like a child throwing a temper tantrum. What about me? What about me? <laughs> you know, when does mine come? I want, no, I don't want to hook you up with this person because I ain't been hooked up yet. You know, I don't want to introduce you to that. I ain't got no friends. So I, y'all can't go be friends, or, you know, or, or, or things like that. Um, what about me? What about me? You don't have any power. That's why you're thinking like that. You see, power shares. You see, power does. And, and that's that's one of the most scariest things about it that, like, I tell a lot of people, you know, who say, man, chief, I want to be a priest. I want to be what you're doing. I want to, you know, do like the kind of work you do. And then I always ask him, well, what are you doing now? Well, uh, and then there's a lot of stuttering. Well, I don't, you might not be, you might not be as built for this as you might think. Because if you don't have a heart to give now with the little bit that you have, you ain't going to have a heart to give later. And if you don't have a heart to give later, you're never going to get to the higher realms. You see, so the two go hand in hand. It's not once I learn then I'll, I'll give, which a lot of people, that's what they do. When I'm trying to get it from you, I'm trying to get an understanding so I can share it. If you have a heart to share, you don't even say things like that. <laughs> you don't, you don't, that's not even how your, your mind works. When you have a heart to share as a child, you're breaking, you know, your, your candy bar apart, you know, or you're, you're giving your bag of fruit to your friend and you're happy that everybody is, is getting something with, with the little bit that you may have, man, you know, um, and I'm not trying to make all of you feel guilty if you've never done anything for anybody else. You know, you may not be one of the empowered ones. That's okay. You know, just get, you know, just make sure that you flow with someone who does have power, you know, but for those who are going into those higher spaces, man, you'll find that a lot of times you're calling and this is, oh, give thanks, Ricochet. Two, 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 two. <laughs> you get to 22s. I appreciate it. I appreciate it, my brother. You know, um, but you'll find that when when you get into... <laughs> I was laughing. Somebody was getting on me the other day. He was like, yo, you get so amped when, when, when those uh, super chats come. I'm like, yeah, man. It's a freaking zombie apocalypse happening right now. You know what I mean? And, and people are taken out of their resources to help you out. Like, you know, I think, I don't know. I, to me, I put it in context. <laughs> we're in the middle of a freaking zombie apocalypse, you know. It's about to get a second wave in New York right now. You know, things are things are heating up. You know, I had a, I had a, a brother come through because I had some there's some work that I, I needed to finish up that I need that, that I need extra hands for. <clears throat> and um, I hadn't seen him in a minute. You know, Guatemalan uh, brother, you know. And, um, he was like, yeah, yeah, you know, Jose, because I told him just call me Jose. He was like, um, Jose, you didn't, he's like, you didn't, you're not sick? I was like, no, I'm not sick, man. He was like, I was like, yeah, I ain't seen you a while in a minute. He's like, oh, man, I had COVID. I had COVID. I was like, you had COVID? 
get out the house. Like we went, we were in my house. I was like, man, get out. <laughs> you had, and his eyes were still red and he's looking funny. He was like, yeah, I had COVID. I was like, nah, man, get up out of here. <laughs> I, I see you. We'll, we'll pick up on this later. Greetings, Miss McCoy, Master Chef as you are. But um, yeah, man. So we're we're in the middle of apocalypse, and people are still being, you know, altruistic and generous. You gotta be appreciative of that. You know what I mean? I don't care. Make fun of me. <laughs> but anyway, so you know that 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 climb towards power is um, it's a it's a it's a slippery slope. Believe it or not, it's a slippery slope because um, the sacrifice that you that you are, that you will be called to make at that point gets really deep. And like I said, sometimes we are called to do certain things that we feel are beneath or just maybe not totally in alignment with what we think or we feel we have been called for. And that's because we don't know the nature of the creator. And if you know the nature of the most high, then you'll you'll come closer to learning the nature of the most high's power like i said power the command of physical resources is not power you know and that's what we've been deluded to imagine you know so if i have gold oil and diamonds i have god you know um and if i have if i have control over the over the gold oil diamonds then now i'm i'm empowered that's that has nothing to do with that's that's transient things that fade away you know your your true power is Let's, what's the spiritual goal? What's the spiritual oil? What's the spiritual diamond? You know, that, that spiritual goal, that alchemy, being able to, to now transmute my flesh and my heavy body into a spiritual light body. That oil is, is getting a con- control finally over my melanin, you know, um, being able to use it as an amplifier for righteousness. Or what's the diamond? The diamond is, the diamond is my, my clarity, my focus. You know, so now I'm, I, I can maybe come you know, claim God or, you know, arm, leg, leg, arm, head. But, you know, the thing is, it's like we're deluded into imagining that these physical resources make us powerful, you know, or we say like, this is a powerful nation because they have this, they have that. And you might even hear me use, you know, those words sometimes, but I'm using them really more metaphorically than you might imagine because I know real power is soul power. Like James Brown said, it's soul power, right? So the closer we get to soul power, the more we have to do, you know, for others. That's that's how it is. When you don't have any power, you don't have anything to spare. You know, that's one of the reasons why we one of the reasons. I mean, we were we were taught to to, to take the Sabbat. So that's why you don't have a command a day on um, what you would call Saturdays, which we, we call seventh day. Um, now, why? Because peace, Eddie Moon. Greetings. Because. I have so much, and we, Anu, we have so much going on in terms of uh, fortune and favor, you know, and and good things that are happening around us and benevolent forces that we can afford to take a day off. That's why. You see, now you think about what happens in your mentality when... You know, you say, man, I can't afford to take a day off, man. I can't, I can't afford it. I can't. Well, of course, then you'll never be able to afford it. Even if, you know, even if the opportunity comes to do so, you're stuck in a, in a deficit mindset. So you think about when you're even calling forth abundance and, but at the same time, coupling it with spiritual obedience. And you say, you know, on the seventh day, I'm going to rest. 
Doesn't matter what's going on. Whatever's going on, it could wait for 24. Because I'm in control of of this this small kingdom or this small sphere that I've been given. You know, even if it's just even if you just got a studio apartment, that's your kingdom, you know. And I can be in control of that spear and that means I can set the clock. I can set the time by divine timing, not by what what you tell me that I'm supposed to do or what I'm supposed to rush and do at, right? So that's a form of, of empowerment, right? So and it's and some members struggle with that. So I'm not gonna say that all I knew, like, okay, boom, Friday evening we shut that. Some people struggle with it. Some people on, on Sabbath, they still working. You know, they don't know how to reschedule around it or for the most part they're just they're fearful. You know, um, because it requires a whole nother level of fiscal organization. You see. That it requires because one of the things about the Sabbat and I knew no one can work. So like even my my assistants and the people who work for me, I have employees. They'll they know whatever task you better get it from him before Friday evening because he's not going to answer your your Microsoft Teams. He's not going to answer your email. Nothing. We're not going to hear from him again until maybe Saturday evening or Sunday dawning. Greetings, Levette. Good dawning to you. Um, now why? Because I can afford to do so. And even when I can't afford to do it, I can afford to do it. <laughs> if, 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 you get, if you get what I'm saying by that, you know. So the recognition or the recognition of power, it requires sacrifice. There was a great example of that when, um, with Peter, right? There was, there was, and I'm going to paraphrase it, but there was a, there was a time when Yahweh Shai was talking to Peter and, and um, he went down to like wash Peter's feet and Peter was like nah not you nah you can't nah I'm not and he was like listen if you don't let me do this you're not you're not with me now you think about that for a second now, let's let's take it out of that for just for a moment now even if you can visualize these are people who I mean they walked everywhere you know what I mean they didn't have dune buggies or nothing like that you know rolling on through through Africa you know spreading the word they, they walked you know picture like Danny Glover's feet and beloved, you know what I mean? Like that's how their feet probably look. And you know, generally men's feet look bad. You know, most of the time their, um, their middle toe is longer than their big toe. So you got to deal with looking at that. And then you got all this, you know, dust, you know, all this Ethiopian dust and red clay all over their feet from walking all over the place, you know, and he gets down and says, you know, he put on ser servants' garments. Like, yo, I'm gonna clean your feet. Now, this is their leader. This, this is their master teacher, saying, I'm gonna, I'm gonna clean your feet. Now, what is he saying? He's saying that the power that I have, and because of the power that I have, I am now the biggest servant in this entire arrangement. So, I'm giving you an example. See, the thing is, when we can get over our, our emotions. You know, and good dawning to you as well, R.A. Shaman. When we can get over our emotions and we can get over our childish selfishness, there's a couple of things that we kind of start to tune into. And one of the things is we start to think about legacy, you know, beyond just children. Like, I want to have my children like, OK, yeah, that, that that can be a part of it. But. You know, also, what what will I be remembered for? 
you know, will I be remembered for, oh, you know, like, I, he borrowed money from everybody, he, you know, um, he, he took my drill or something and never gave it back, stuff like that, you know, like, is he going to be remembered for that, or is he going to be remembered for what he deposited and left on the planet, you see, so, and those last and final hours, even, what their master teacher was showing them at the time was like, I'm going to leave one last example of what we're supposed to be. One last example before I, before I head up out of here, right? You know, so when you start to, peace, shadow book, peace, greetings. So when you start to evolve beyond the selfishness, you start thinking about legacy. And in order to leave a true legacy, you got to sacrifice, you know, and, and we have it, we have it a little turned around, you know, and we think that our legacy comes from, um, like someone said that clout chasing our clout, you know, so that's where your, your legacy is, is, you know, I, I was a person who was maybe feared or I was a person who was envied. You know, I had this kind of car and this kind of jewelry and this. And let me tell you something about nice cars and jewelry and all that stuff. In time, it all looks old school. <laughs> and it looks so old school that you have to explain to the person how valuable it is. You see, that's 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 how that stuff is. You know, if you had, you know, a caddy. Hey, peace, cuz. Peace, co Hey, peace, Amal. If you had a caddy back in the days and you're like, yo, um, you know, I was doing it back then. And you show that picture today, you'd have to explain to a younger person, oh, no, no, this is this was the car to have. They didn't, we didn't have BMWs and stuff like that. This was the car to have, you know. So that stuff fades. So true power, whether and even your jewelry, your jewelry's going to look old after a jewelry gets old looking, you know. So your true power and your true legacy is always left through your sacrifice and what you impute and to others and the level of service that you're willing to show towards others. You know, um, <clears throat> I have friends where there's moments where they did certain things, you know, they offered certain things or they stood for certain things that are indelibly imprinted into my cerebral walls. That's a part of the legacy that they left because of the sacrifice that they were able, that they were willing, not able, but willing to make in that moment, man. So, you know, a lot of times when we're seeking spiritual power and economic power and cultural power, you know, we have to start at the, at the soul level. And then once you start there, what happens is now you start serving. And sometimes we get advancements to serve and don't even realize you know, I know somebody, um, he works in an industry where he, he serves, he drives people, you know, he drives people, right? Um, and he drives a lot of what, what you would probably consider to be powerful people, right? And because of his ability to serve and because of his ability to offer, and he has that ability because he's a powerful person in his own right. Only powerful people can truly serve in a way that's effective. And I don't care. So you understand if it's a waiter, if it's a busboy, if it's a limo driver, if it's a bus driver, if it's an airline pilot, if it's someone cleaning your house, if it's someone doing, you know, cleaning your feet, cleaning your nails, whatever. 
you have to have a measure of power to be able to do those things because if you don't have power, you have nothing to share. For any of you who've ever ran your house on solar or, hey, you just drove a car and your battery is dying, <laughs> you're like, you know, it, it takes the bad, the, the most juice that your battery uses is in starting your car, especially if your car is cold, just so you know. Once your car is going, the alternator is, is recharging the battery anyway, you know. Um, but the, it there has to be a certain amount of juice for the battery to even be able to start the car. So it has to have a certain amount of power. And it's enough power that it could knock you on your behind <laughs> if, if, if you hit those wires wrong, you see. But you might just be looking at it like, oh, it's under the hood, it's dirty, it's just a little battery, like... But let you be somewhere that you need to get away from quickly. Like, you're like in the scary movies and, and you're praying, come on, start, start, start. You see? And then you realize how powerful that battery is. You know, so true power can share itself. And when the battery has no power, it, I got nothing to share. I got nothing to get. You see? So peace, India. Peace. Greetings to you. You know, so... When we start to become spiritual juggernauts, or at least as we imagine ourselves to be spiritual juggernauts, juggernauts, um, we have more to share. You see? And not bragging, anything like that, but people have asked me that question or said that a lot. Like, wow, Chief, you give a lot of information. You give a lot of information. And I'm like, I haven't even told you a tenth of what I got. I, I got way more information than this. But what happens every time I even give you this little bit that, I, that I've been giving you over the past 10 years? I get more. You see? So there's a, there's a peace, Sherelle. There's a, there's a reciprocal exchange. There's a, there's, a, there's an energy of give and take. And sometimes we get caught in that. Like I said, we're like the peace parlor. You know, we're having, we're having, the, um, we're having that experience of, what about me? What about me? And it's the little child throwing a tantrum all the time. Me, 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 me. And we always stay disempowered and scrambling for things. You know, I had a, a brother uh, years ago who I knew. And he was really greedy. Well, I still know him. I don't want to say years ago. I, I, I still know him. But always greedy. Like, just greedy, you know. Um, and we worked together. And we used to, he used to just sit and count his money all day. Like, that's what he would do. You know, um... Just always pulling out his pocket and one, one thousand, two, one thousand, three, one thousand. You know, he was like one of them type. Peace, Plan OG. Please, peace, Josephine Morsby. You know, um, and I used to look at him. Now we're going like way back, and I would look at him and I'd say, you know, that's all he's ever gonna have. He ain't never gonna have more than that. This is it. And to this day, that's all he has. He's in the same place, literally the same town, the same we'll say business. He works at the same place in the same town, pretty much talking about the same thing, doing the same things as he, as he was, uh, 30 years ago, nothing has changed. You, you, you see, because he held on so tightly to those things that he had and was so greedy and so selfish. And a lot of times even, um, so conniving, you know, in, in certain other instances that, okay, yeah, the universe said, okay, that's what you want. I'm going to give you that. You're going to have that. That's all you're going to have. You see? That's all you're going to have. Yeah, probably count the same money. 
Yeah, you might have the same greasy bankroll. <laughs> you know, um, but see, that's the thing. No power. Now, back in the days, people viewed him as somebody with power because bankroll, um, you know, for a little while he had a he had a nice car. Like um, I remember when they invented when the Acuras first came out. This was like what eighty six, eighty seven. Um, he had the first Acura. You know, it was the uh, Integra. I don't even make them anymore, but you know, he was the first one with a, with an Ac Integra. You know, um, which he lost. You know, it, it was it was repoed. <laughs> you know, um, but you know, he just looked like. Somebody he was doing something. Now think about that even for a second. He's flossing. I got my act integra. Boo, boo, boo. You can't tell me nothing. You know, and I re I remember around that time, and I'm taking you back now, Babyface had came out with a song called Whipper Pill. And I remember being in the act with him, and we had some other sisters. It, was too, it wasn't a big car, but it was two sisters with us. And we're driving down the highway. We're going through Harlem, and he's like, playing good and gypsy gray whip a pill and just sitting there bragging about himself the whole time <laughs> and i'm just sitting and that's something that always irks me is, is bragging and i'm just sitting there like shut up like you know like enough you know he's like yeah you know i got the new it was a tape i got the baby face tape i got the act you know what i mean you know they don't even make those cars anymore and a tape so you see the things that you're holding on to a lot of times and that you're bragging that are based around physical and earthly things, you know, a couple of years from there, they didn't even have Ac Integra. So even I'm saying to someone, you probably got to go look it up. What the heck is the Acura Integra? <laughs> you see what I'm saying? So, but the things, the deposit that you, that you put into your spirit and that you put into your soul, peace, peace, Kenneth Williams, my tongue is getting heavy, but the deposit that you put into your soul is eternal you see that lasts forever and when you have power you can do that he didn't have any power you see so he didn't have nothing to share he didn't have anything to give other than my light look at my light look at me shining yeah i'm shining right now but you're not really shining there's different kinds of light you see sometimes people their light is so bright and their luster is so bright that we lust for them and you know lust just comes from luster so it's okay to lust after people when you really understand what lust is, but lust just means that you're attracted to light. That's that's all there was. That's all that's all there is. But sometimes we see things that we have a, a carnal lust for, which is different. That's not really real light. That's that's you trying to acquire physical resources that fade. There ain't no act integra. Baby face ain't the hottest, <laughs> you know, peace change change, the hottest thing. To be, you know, and all everything changes, you know, every, everything changes. So, like I said, it's it's just like that idea of when that master teacher, Yahawashai, was like, nah, I got to wash your feet. And Peter was like, nah, man, not you. You can't wash my, you, you, you know who you are. And he's like, man, if you, if I don't do this, you're not of me. So that shows also that there's a two way interchange, Right. So not only is power about giving, but power is about receiving. Now, the receiving part, most of us got pretty down pat. Most of us, you know, we, 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 can, we can do that. But then there's some of us who are wrapped up in ego, you see, and we have trouble receiving or if we receive. We got to turn it into something else.
I used to have somebody who they would always ask me like to pick up stuff from or whatever. And then like, if I would say, yeah, I'll go get it. And they'd be like, well, you were probably going that way anyway. So, I mean, they would immediately cut down what it was that I was doing for them because they were powerless and were not strong enough to be vulnerable enough to receive. So to give requires vulnerability and to receive requires vulnerability, but it's, it's a, it's an engine, <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's an engine. It's almost like that, that graphene, um, endless power source that those, those, um, scientists in the university of Arkansas have just discovered message. Um, it's it it requires a like they they were able to do it off of diodes. The diode has an off and on, off and on, off and on, and through the off and on they figured out from a diode. And look at it like this: um, just turning on a light switch. Just look at it like that. So the off and on, or like the blinker in your car. You know when you hit your blinker and you hear it go click 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 click. That's actually a diode turning off and on, right? So what they discovered. And I'm saying this so you will Google it. We, we come in close to that Nikolai Tesla type space. <laughs> so what they what they discovered is that the movement of a diode actually generates power by itself, and it generates enough power to to keep powering itself, and it has extra to distribute, and it can do this infinitely. So technically, they have discovered an infinite power source, right? Well, compare that with the idea of power being able to share itself. You see, just through that reciprocal exchange of, you know, give, take, give, take, give, take, which is positive, negative, masculine, feminine. The masculine gives, it's positive. The feminine receives, the feminine takes, right? And you don't want to get caught in any cycle. I myself have been caught in the cycle of giving all the time. I didn't want to receive. So as long as I'm pushing, you can't give me anything, right? That's a form of not willing to to switch my polarity and be feminine and allow, you know, something to be given to me, you know? So <laughs> y'all are asking questions in the chat. I just said, go look it up. <laughs> I just gave you something. Grow, grow, grow. I just gave you something. Go look it up. But the point I'm saying is that it's the it's the exchange, the give and the take back and forth that creates more power. You see? Well, do you realize the same thing happens when you're vulnerable enough to give? Or when you're vulnerable enough to receive? I don't know, Roland. But, um, you know, some things you have to get for yourself, you know, um, some things you have to go and you have to explore and climb the mountain yourself. That's just like the guru, the guru. One thing that you got to understand about power, we're talking about power. And this is important for all of you um, business owners, um, even the servant. Right. I talked about I have a, a, a good brother of mine who his, his he drives, he drives people. Right. Well, sometimes like we'll be on the phone 
talking and like he also has like a, a two-way radio with him and then a call will come over like oh come get so-and-so from here and bring them over there right so one thing that you'll understand in that moment is that you know the movement of how power goes right um when you when you want information from Tahutia, from the guru at the mountaintop. Now, you know the guru at the mountaintop represents the crown chakra, right? Now, that doesn't mean that you just talk to your crown chakra. Like, I'm just talking to the crown. I got all the answers I want. I'm going to reiterate this again. Um, If all the answers that you needed in life were inside, you never would have fashioned a human body for yourself to get away from yourself. If if all the answers lie within, you could have just stayed within you could just stay in what the place that you call heaven or the unseen dimension so all the answers do not lie within god does not have all the answers and you were in god's space before and you didn't have the answers you had to come to the planet to find some answers (laughs) you had to come to the planet to experiment and to explore and and things like that right so peace for say you didn't come here to meet Chief Yuya. I was going to give you everything. You came here to go on your journey. That's why when you were a child, what's the first thing they had to do? Put gates and stuff all around. Because what was you going to do? Start getting on your hands and knees and crawling all around and trying to explore over the house places that maybe they didn't want you to go. Because we are all natural explorers. Oh, I'm about to knock this thing over. We're all natural explorers. The problem is that we live in a society that has taken that spirit. Peace, Amazi. I appreciate it. You know, um, we live in a society that has conditioned and seasoned the natural explorer out of us. You see, so they got you thinking that New York is the best place. America is the best place. Down south is the best place. You know, any anywhere you at. Again, it's like the book 1984. You don't get any real news about any anywhere else. So you just assume that wherever you're at is where it's happening, you know, and you don't realize that the globe is for you to explore, you know, even your neighborhood. Sometimes go the wrong way home. <laughs> you know, you know, it's quicker to go this way. Go somewhere else. Make, make, make that left when you know it should have been a right. Explore a little bit. You know, that's, I have to say it. That's one of the advantages of like a metropolis or a place like New York City. You can literally just walk and explore and find new things. There's a name for people like that in Paris. It's a French word. I can't remember the name right now. But there are people who just walk walk through Paris. You know, they just walk around and they discover new shops and they have different conversations and things like that. And there are people who do it part-time and there's some people who just do it full-time. I can't remember the word right now. It, 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 it'll, it'll probably come to me as soon as I end the live. But they just walk around Paris and just explore, Right? That's what we're all here to do. We're all here to explore and most importantly, live life to the fullest. Don't let anybody lock you in a grid because that's as far as they decided to explore. See, that's the amazing thing about a definition. You know, learn to start making the word or the words definition and limitation synonymous with one another because the truth is they are synonymous with one another definition and limitation because when you define something you outline it 
when you outline it, you do what? You determine where its borders are. You see? So that's the scary thing sometimes about masculine names. A lot of our, some of us are not fortunate to have a masculine name that ends in a vowel. Some do. But some of us, we have masculine names that end in a consonant. And the consonant is is the closing of heaven's ceiling. Whereas the vowel is the opening of heaven's ceiling. So when you say, you know, Mark, it stops the breath. Mark, done. David, David stops the breath. Um, Rand, no, nah, that one, Randy is, he, you still get the, the D a little bit. It still kind of rings out a little bit. But, you know, you could think any, most, most masculine names end, end in a consonant. Most of them begin in a consonant, most, and, 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 um, and, and, and in a, in a consonant, you know, so because there's a closing off, there's a defining. So we understand that the masculine vibration, it defines, it brings order. Whereas the feminine vibration, you know, kashia, munera, you know, we could just, you go right down, down the list, aldere, a, aldere, you know, um, marsha, uh, laquita, Bonifa, you, you see what I'm saying? Amnesia. Now, don't don't name your children amnesia. <laughs> but um, you know, so what I'm saying though is that 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 feminine those feminine words typically end in the a because there's a lack of definition there, right? Which can be a good thing because that's where the creativity comes from. That lack of definition, um, and then the masculine says, okay, now let's 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 make this so that it's usable. <laughs> you, you see what I'm saying? We want to make it so that it's usable. So it defines it. It gives it, but in defining it, it limits it. And sometimes men have a lot of trouble with that. They have a lot of trouble creating limitations and boundaries for their families because they're afraid, but they don't realize that innately and psychically, she wants you to, to create some limitations. She wants you to create some boundaries, you know, um, if you breathe out for too long, you're going to die. <laughs> it may sound pretty, you know, when, when, when you're saying it, but you know, um, eventually you'll, you'll die, <laughs> you know? Um, so there has to be a stop point, you know? Um, it's like the, the, the journey of the soul. Like we say the Ba in ancient Kemet, Ba, even the name Abba, which is father, Abba, Ab. Ab means heart, because it's the sound that the heart makes when it beats. You see, all these words, they have a reason. You think people just, I just call them Abba, F it. <laughs> you know, like, there's a reason, you know. Or even like baboon. Baboon comes from Baba, because um, in that region, when baboons see the sun, they start to like, they're like roosters, they go crazy when the sun rises. So the idea there is that the baboon is in Baba or Baba means father. So the father is representative of the son. So when we see, so the baboon goes, you know, it's like, oh, baboon, Baba. So that's where the baboon got its name from, right? So everything has a, it has a rhyme and reason, but yeah, man, um, make definition and limitations synonymous with each other. And it could be a great thing sometimes, but you have to know also when to evolve the limitations and that usually will be will come at the hand of power 
And what, what what do you usually have to do to evolve what you consider to be a limitation? You're going to have to serve in some way. That's just how it goes. You got to serve, right? You know, and if you don't want to serve, that's cool. But just don't be asking for power. You know, it's almost like when you look at some of these mega churches in some of the worst neighborhoods in, in inner cities, people go into these buildings and, and pray for compassion and pray to be better servants of, of their God and things like that while they're stepping over people who are asking for help. Get out my way. I got to go pray for more compassion. <laughs> you making me late. You making me late. You know, praying praying to have a warmer heart and a kinder heart towards the people. Get out the way. <laughs> you know. So sometimes there are opportunities right in front of us that we may look over or scoff at because we have this idea of power being this grandiose thing and not realizing that those opportunities are, are that's the actual promotion. That's the actual advancement into power. Like I said, I got a good brother, he drives people and as a result, he's now linked with with a network of people who can do amazing things for him because he's shown that he has so much power that he has some extra to give. You know, it, it, it's it's like sharing food off of your plate. Here, you can have some. I'm not starving. Matter you want the whole thing? I can miss a meal. I can miss a meal because I'm healthy. So go ahead, you can take the whole thing, right? So that's that's actually a display of power, believe it or not. You know, um, your philanthropy. All right. So I just wanted to share that. Right. I just wanted to give you that. But more than more than that, I just wanted to greet you. <laughs> like I said, the greeting is the most important part of the whole thing, you know, um, because we got to get with each other before we get with them. You know, you know, what I'm talking about them over there, you know, them downstairs. We got to get with each other first because, um, you know, they start to create definitions for us. Sometimes they try to create definitions for us just in how they pronounce our name. You know what I mean? They don't even want to pronounce your name right because they're trying to limit you. <laughs> you know, so we got to get with each other first, say each other's names, you know, give each other a good vibe and some good energy before we get around other people who are trying to define us based on how they want to utilize us. You know, or you might decide that you want to give something to someone today or do something altruistic and you might be around people who are impoverished and, and, and they're bankrupt in the power department. And um, they'll tell you like, man, don't do that, man. Don't, you know, keep that for yourself. Or like America tells you, you know, you got to look out for number one. You got to look out for yourself, man. You can't be out here looking out for everybody. Look out for yourself. Garbage. Garbage. If you have it to do, you already looked out for it. That's how that works. <laughs> you know, if you have it, you're, and that's how you rise to power. You 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 rise by stooping. Don't you, don't you think about that? You conquer by stooping. You conquer through humility. You ever you ever uh, seen a big guy think he was going to pick on a little guy and a little guy got up under him and scooped his legs and flipped his big butt over? <laughs> and they heard the crowd go, oh! Because <laughs> the little guy said, I, I'm going to stoop to conquer. Humble. The word humble comes from the word hummus, the Latin word hummus, which means the earth. So to humble yourself is to get grounded in the earth, that earth energy. You know, earth energy represents your convictions. Like I said earlier, your principles, you see, 
So I ground, I get it, and then I'm going to scoop you over because why? You're top heavy. Now, why are you so top heavy? Because it's it's all up here where you think your greatness is. And you don't realize that your greatness builds from wisdom up. Where's wisdom? To be found in the earth. That's why emotions have to be ruled with wisdom. Emotions have to be ruled with wisdom, just like information must be ruled with knowledge. Bro, I want you to think about that. Emotions are ruled with wisdom and information is ruled with knowledge. If not, then it's just destructive and, and it's injurious. All right, everyone, drive safe today. Take an opportunity to do something for somebody, even if you don't like them. I tell you something, man, it's even better if you don't like them. And like I said in the Anu way, in that book, it's better if you even give anonymously. You ain't got to get no praise, man. Don't worry. Don't worry about it. Your your Elohim, your creator sees everything you're doing anyway. And that's, that's where all it really matters at. You know, people's praise comes and goes. And sometimes, yeah, I know how you pronounce your name, uh, Juanisha, but I told you I don't like your name. We had that conversation already on the phone. We, we got to change that around. Yeah, that's something I do. <laughs> so, uh... <laughs> Y'all can say it the way y'all want to say it. I ain't saying it like that. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so, you know, a lot of times when people don't know, then your flesh doesn't get an opportunity to get puffed up and glorified because there ain't, there ain't nobody there to praise you. You know, you just do what you got to do and you keep it moving, you know. So find an opportunity to serve and, and watch your power increase. And don't just do it for power, but do it because power demands it. If you don't do it, you ain't a part of power. That's what the master teacher said. All right, everyone. Be safe today. Be well. Be kind. Peace.